The thing is, like, or positive, right? Right. The issue with being, po- I would rather be in a state of appreciation than positive because I could find appreciation even when things aren't good, right? You always hear this. I have, but you know what? I know we're, I know we're in a bad state, but hey, at least we got each other. Like, you know, appreciation is something we could find in the moments that are. There's nothing positive to be found. Welcome back, everyone, to the Real Value Exchange. I'm your host, Joe Lemon, and this is episode or say part three with Dr. Chris Zeno. So if you haven't checked out the previous two, you got to do that. You won't understand what's going on. You'll be lost, and you would have missed so much, so many just gems and just really nuggets for you guys to kind of live with. So I want to give a quick shout out to our show sponsor, Resync Your Core with Barbara Depta as the CEO. Here's a quick note from her, and then we'll dive right back into the show. Why would you limit yourself just to red beets when you can have red spinach, the newest and only standardized natural nitrate on the market, Aronia, top antioxidant in the world, beets, turmeric, ginger, mango extract, and inulin in one serving of Resync, loaded with healthy extracts, boost your daily vitality like a pro athlete. But man, because this is this is like a separate chapter I think yeah. people should hear about, and I'll, I will do that actually. Yeah. But um, this is one of those things where I live by this Triple G model called Growth, Grit, and Give. And I start with growth because I care about myself and I want to grow myself first. But it sounds crazy selfish. And at first I was like, sounds horrible, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're focused on yourself. You know, like being selfish. And then everybody says, be selfless, give first, leave a giving. And that's what everybody says, give unconditionally. But I'm like, my if I'm being honest, I care about how I feel first because what I give to other people won't. It'll be, it could be crap when I'm giving if I if I'm not at my best, right? So I'm always pushing for my best. How did you get to that place? Say, you know yeah. what? I, I got to start with me. I want to be a hero, right? Is it yeah. is that how you approached it? Yeah, well, the thing is, it has to be selfish. You know why? Yeah. To find your purpose is selfish because it's your purpose. Yep. Your pur- if your purpose is somebody else's purpose, it's codependence, and you'll <laughs> and it's it's putting it's putting horrible expectations on somebody else that you're codependent on, and horrible expectations on yourself. So even Mother Teresa, because well, let's talk about the most serving person we could think about, mm-hmm. or Billy, or even a Billy Graham. Do you understand that what they did fulfilled a selfish need in them? Period. So whether it be Mother Teresa felt worthy, felt significant by helping people, like it all came down to it actually served her. Mm-hmm. And in her serving her selfish purpose, then everybody else got the best of her. So I call it being selfishly unselfish. Like, so when I take care of me, Jim Rohn said it best, take care of you for me and I'll take care of me for you. Because if you don't take care of you first, and it, and I, I could prove it right now, if your mom listening, and I love you, and you know, and you took, and all you do is you put yourself last to serve your family, serve your husband, serve your kids, and you're the one you're depressed because you don't feel sex anymore, mm-hmm. your sex drives down, you gained weight, and you, because you're getting the last of everything, and you believe a lie, whether it be from religion or whatever, mm-hmm. thinking that I got to put myself last, and here you're miserable. You know, so the thing is like, you have to take care of you so everybody else gets the best of you. Plain and simple. Man, you know, do, do you think it's possible, and I'm just asking you here for the audience too, because do you think it's possible for people to start leading with trying to serve other people first? I mean, I hear that a lot, and I know that you challenge a lot of the old school wisdom yeah. on your podcast, so I'm, I'm, I'd love to get your thoughts yeah. on this for the audience. The reason why, we, when you realize, the reason why I want to help people mm-hmm 
is because I want to be a hero. Mm -hmm. You see the difference? I, I want to be a hero. So part of heroes, I want to go help serve other people because when I help serve other people, I'm going to be admired and idealized and I'm contributing to the world. So it's fulfilling my purpose. Mm -hmm. And those people happen to get, I, I also become the dealer of hope to those people as well. Right. So the hero, and let's go into the hero characteristics. Yeah, a lot of people believe a hero is just this servant, humble, meek person. But people have to realize that, you know, uh, a hero has, number, well, let's go over these definitions, tell you, again, a dogma that we're, that we're led to believe. Everybody's sold to follow their passion, right? You've heard that. Always. So, and if you're listening to this right now, I want you to look up the definition of passion. And when you look up the definition of passion, it is um, ravage or, or barely uncontrolled emotions. It's barely or uncontrollable emotions. Other synonyms are frenzy, um, tantrums, um, <laughs> rage. So when I look at that definition, I'm like, wow, like we, we have spoke that over our life to follow our passion. And you're it just unbridled emotions. You're all over the place. Yeah. And we see a lot of people. They love life. They don't love life. They're the, or, or how about those people? Yeah, yeah, life's great. We're doing like they're always talking positive, but they're out of control. And really passion, that's, that, that's the definition of a villain, like think of the villain. They're all out of control. They're frenzy. They're tantrums. But now look, let's look at let's look at the road we were told to never travel. My parents, and this is also part of my second, uh, my other secret identity I had. So my first secret identity was I found my identity in that of my job. So a lot of us, our job is our identity. So that defines us. But my second secret identity is I never I never accepted gratitude, mm -hmm. grace, admiration or appreciation from my peers or my patients. Hmm. Meaning that they say, Dr. Zander, thank you so much for helping me. And what I would do, oh, no, 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 no. Your body healed <laughs> itself. And I would, I would push away yeah. any gratefulness, appreciation. I mean, that's what, that's what any person would say that they should do, right? right. Because otherwise, you're a butthole if you try to just take yeah. on all the, right. all the praise and, you know, and all the goodness people are trying to yeah. pour into you. And not even saying that. I know, but it's like, yeah. I deflected it. So why? Because why? this is introspection. Because mm -hmm. I was raised in a dogma that anything near or related to pride or ego was considered sinful, hmm. anti-God, a bad person. So I swung the pendulum, not to humility, but to false humility. Hmm. Now what false humility does, it actually destroys the hero because it destroys your self-value, it destroys your self-worth, it destroys your self-esteem, and it allows you, then you start to actually, part of you starts to resent. Why? Because you're going against your true nature. Yeah. And then when you look at the definition of pride, the definition of pride is, one who finds pleasure or satisfaction in their achievements, the achievements of others, like their friends and their family, or pleasure and satisfaction in the gifts and talents they've been given that are widely admired by others. And I go, there's no sin in that. Like, right. of course I'm proud of you when you're crushing it. And my, like, why wouldn't I want to be? And then ego is one sense of, uh, of uh, self-esteem or importance. And when I put them together, I'm like, wait a second, a hero knows that they feel that their message is important and they have confidence in their message and they take pride, they take pleasure and satisfaction in what they do and they, they, they take pleasure and satisfaction in helping others and seeing other people achieve. So when I put pride and ego together, I'm like, that's the character of a true hero. And a hero had pride, a hero has ego, and a, and a hero also has humility because see the humility part, a hero knows their weaknesses. And in the weakness 
comes the humility, and in our weakness comes our courage. Because the definition of hero, there was courage in there. Right. So we only find courage by going through our weakness. But even though I'm scared, and even though I'm going through the weakness, I have enough pride and ego of my message and my purpose that I'm going to go through it anyway. Because I have that self-importance. I have that, that drive in me. Mm-hmm. If I was meek and like, oh, I wouldn't do it. If I had no self-esteem or so, oh, no, no, and I would be eaten alive. So no one realized a hero has pride, has ego, has humility, and the actual passion that we're told to follow or like passionate or to serve others, that is literally maybe not to serve others, but the passion is really the villainous nature of somebody all over the place and not saying, listen, I stand for this. My message is important. I have the confidence that my message and what I do as a human being could go help others. So there's, and then when people realize that they could have pride and ego and everybody, come on guys, when you're alone in the house and you look in the mirror and you dance and you sing like, and you feel good about yourself or, or when a woman puts on a nice dress and she looks in the mirror, she doesn't let anybody see, but she, there's that little part of her who wants to feel sexy, important, right? So the thing is, but we feel in society, you know why? Because society promotes mediocrity. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And a hero yeah. is not, is not, is, is, is uh, mediocrity has no room for someone who feels what they do is important and t- take pleasure and satisfaction in what they do and have esteem in what they do. That's so true, man. You know, you will get that almost from no one yep. to actually tell you to, to, to to really have an ego, to go about your business, do your thing, push through, and just a, just a, just a God-given person who you're built to be. People don't really talk like that, you know? I mean, I mean but however, though, it's, it's, funny how this, it's funny how this kind of balances out, too, though, right? Because there's no greater feeling than whenever you just give, and there's, you're in that flow state, and you're in that moment, right? Taking about to that vertical time that you talked yep. about. There's no greater feeling than that. And you're just giving this to, to the audience, giving it to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I didn't pay you to come out here. You didn't have to do this. You got no, things to do. It, <laughs> you, you know, but at like, the same time, yeah, yeah. I take pleasure and satisfaction yeah. in our time together in, in my message. Yeah. You see, well, so people like, yeah. you could have it all. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. way I see it, if you're listening, yeah. Pride and ego, I want you to think of it as potentials. And we're in a no greater place to talk about this in Vegas. Yeah. Pride and ego are and money are potentials, <laughs> meaning this. They're, they're hero enhancers. Sure. If I give pride, ego, and money to a gambler or someone with a, a heart that's not really right or even a drug addict who's addicted, they're just going to be enhanced. They're going to be more of a gambler and they're going to have more of an addiction. But if you're listening right now, and I know it's you if, because you're listening, but if I give pride, which is pleasure and satisfaction, what you do, ego, self-esteem, and self-importance to what you do, and money and, and you, to to someone such as yourself, you, Joe, that has a good heart, it enhances that. That's a full-blown hero. So it's an enhancer. So you give pride, ego, and money to someone who has an amazing heart and, and has, uh, you know, loves what they do and they know they could benefit others. And all, all that does is increases their potential. It increases their contribution. It, it, it increases their collaboration. Mm-hmm. It increases, increases their experiences. And they really turn into a full-blown hero. And that's when, when that's it. But you know what? It has to has to really take that moment where you stand up and take that back and say, "It's okay that I feel proud about myself." Like this secret celebrating sucks. We're told, <laughs> even in sports, right? Secret celebrating yeah, in yeah, sports yeah, when yeah. someone celebrates too much, yep. right? So Turn it's it like down. you should feel really good about your wins in life. But I think, oh my God, Marion Williamson said it best. There is no enlightenment in shrinking for the insecurity of others. 
Meaning that I cannot ever become so impoverished or in poverty to help someone in poverty. I cannot become so sick to help another in sickness. That, so what it's saying is all I could do is shine my light and be the greatest version of me mm-hmm. and follow my purpose the way I was created to be. And then I could allow people to see that and give themselves permission to do the same. That's phenomenal, man. I mean, you know, I mean, giving people, the, giving people um, <laughs> a contrary thought about ego and pride is beautiful because pride is always now like, oh, pride comes right yeah. before the fall. You know, you, 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 I mean, you have all these pride, negativity, yep. push that down, keep it to yourself. Wait till everybody reads the definition. Today, today mm-hmm. like, I just want you to know this podcast mm-hmm. changed people's lives because people are going to look in their phone, they're going to look up the definition of pride, ego, and passion, and it's going to freak them the heck out because they're going to be like, oh my God. They're gonna, it's almost like the, they're going to realize, I was told this. Mm-hmm. And why did my mom tell this? Because she was told this. But what if pride and ego was the path to the hero? Hmm. And there was actually the path to the life of the amazing relationships, of the amazing job that was always there for me. But we told that was the apple not to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's heavy, bro. It is, man. Man, man you know, um, I, I'm just thinking about you at 26 again. And, and, you know, when you're going through that tough experience and now that you're, and you're in this new place, obviously yeah. you're not even close <laughs> to, I could imagine, I didn't know you then, but yeah. I could imagine you're not even close to who you were at, at, at 26. Yeah, and so, you know, what was the prideful moment then that kind of got you through that moment? Was there anything there that you can kind of look back on and say, man, I was scared then I was, you know, I was being humbled. Doctors were telling me all this negative, all, all this you know, negative type of operations are going to happen, organs, implant, all this. Was there a pride, I mean, was there an ego or prideful moment that kind of peaked? What it was for me is it helped me, my body, and when I say, when we say our body, it, it was the intelligence of our body. So when I say the intelligence of the body, the innate intelligence that if I cut my finger or you cut your finger, it heals. Like we don't think about it. But that same wisdom that like makes our heart beat right now and our eyes, it's the same wisdom that kind of gives us that idea. So I think what that did for me, that moment of my body saying, dude, I got this. Like my brain wasn't there. Meaning like I was in doubt, I was in fear, but my body was like, I got this. My, my The wisdom that we... We, we, again, we were distracted that we started as two cells, nine months, 70 trillion cells later, right. this miracle happens. And when we're born, everybody thinks that wisdom went away. No, we're still the miracle. Like yeah. we're like, it didn't come out with the placenta. It's like, we're, we're still the miracle. And so going through that process, I was in awe that my body was able to heal itself from an irreversible, where man told me was impossible. So, sure. so, a, so a book smart doctor told me it is impossible. My body did the impossible and my brain, meaning that my thought process, my body was like, dude, you could be in, you could think whatever you want, but the body's wisdom knew how to get well. Wow. And I think I got such an admiration for the healing power of the body, how this wisdom inside us. And I realized the wisdom inside us was just not at a physical level. So I think during that process, I got almost as a separate person, me looking in on myself, I think I got pride and ego at how cool our body was. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize, well, that body is me. You follow what I'm saying? And then yeah. that allowed me to get the pride and ego to go and start helping people now because I was very confident when it came to that point because I went through it. So I think that was the journey that allowed me to be impressed by what I was able to do. But it was like my body was one thing and my mind was something else, but I realized that we're all together. So I think that that going through that process is what 
allowed me to appreciate and have pride and ego and how amazing the human being was created. Yeah. And then I think I really then leveraged that full time. And then as I evolved, I was helping people physically, mm-hmm. but going, well, wait a second, I'm just looking at one small part, the physical, but there's this, this whole other intelligence that the hero inside is that innate intelligence is how we think that amazing idea we have that flow state. Like when I do something, I feel excited. Like that's, that's my spirit call it what you want. That's something telling me I'm on the right track. So I started paying more attention to the in- entire aspect of that inner hero than just the one thing. So I think that was a great question. No one ever asked me that. I think going through that process, I was like, an, I was, I had a front row seat to learning pride and ego for how we were all created, man. You know, um, What's really interesting these days, you see a lot of of, uh, research coming out about the placebo effect and how, you know, you can get about 30, I think it's like 33%, 34% outcomes of giving someone sugar tablets or just doing some, you know, whatever you're into, right? And and the mind goes in, it kicks in and says, okay, we're going to go fix this. I think we don't even know what we're capable of, man. No idea. Yeah, yeah. And I I think... I think when we came into this world as babies, we kind of knew, Mm -hmm. and I think we forgot. And that's my whole thing. Like, if if you're sitting here doubting what we're talking about as far as like, well, you guys, you know, you were an athlete, (laughs) and I was like, we had these cool moments. If anybody has kids, and remember, you know, my kids really helped us. Like, when I look at my kids, you know, they're playful. They have huge imaginations. They're super creative. um, They're relentless, relentless mm-hmm. like when they want something there's just nothing stops it's them. funny that you don't have to teach kids that 100 percent closures <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you don't have to teach my, them that look i'm going for it right again and again and again my, yeah, yeah, my yeah, son yeah. they take yeah. risks my son has closed me 11 years straight 100 percent closed never lost a close um they're very forgiving yeah they are they're loving their their beliefs are easily formed um they uh they question limitations like crazy. And the biggest question they ask about everything is why? And it's time to go to bed. Why? Well, and then I have, I have no why to tell them because, uh, well, it's eight o'clock. Why? Like, because I realized, oh my God, look at all these amazing characteristics these kids have. And I'm like, I, I, and I found myself going, I wish I had those. Then I go, I just spent thousands of dollars to go to the seminar. So I was told they were teaching me how to develop these traits, but my kids have them. And then I went through this whole thing. I was like, oh my God. I go, my kids never read a book or went to a seminar on these things. Nope. And then it hit me in the head. We were all born with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so we were always born the hero. So what happened around four, five, six is we got into, we went into the institutionalization of life and in the, in the society. And the kid got, that hero got squeezed into a system. Don't speak out. Because right, they were expressive. They'll speak when they want to speak. Sure. They'll dance when they want to dance. So they, they're very secure. Right? Kids weren't as... So insecurity was educated. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting on the sign and you have any type of insecurities, it was all educated. Mm-hmm. It was never inborn. So when you realize we, we came into this world with all of that and we were actually deconditioned, suppressed, distracted, or even punished. And now today with kids medicated out of it. Right. How about the kid who speaks up in class? Like we're in, a, we're in a society today that bad grades, when I was growing up, bad grades equaled a stupid bad kid, behaviorally bad kid. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God. Write that grade? kid off. Yeah. What, what's a grade? What is what is a grade? It's this false, like, I don't even know what a grade is. Like, it's some type of made up representation and then actually like coincided with a label to if you were a good person or not. And, I, and you see, when you really start to pick it apart, it blows your mind going, this is where it happened. And then we start living out other people's values. We put on that false suit or that secret identity to conform and fit in. And then we wonder why in our 20s, 30s, or 40s, we're like, who am I? I? I don't know who I am. And and you either drink it out of you, <laughs> you know, have an affair, yeah. um, do these things to distract you, yeah. or you face it. And then, uh, like you said, it's like that muscle. It hurts a little bit, but the reward of the other, the reward of the other end is the only thing that's going to feel happy and true. Yeah. You know? Man, you know, um, it's so funny, man. I was reading uh, Born to Run by uh, Dr. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Kelly's. Um, yeah. Scarrett. And so anyway, he talks about how kids know how to run out the gate. They get up, they're running, they're rolling. Yeah. You don't have to teach them good form. They're on the balls of their feet, you know, like, but once they hit a year of school, like that first grade, mm -hmm. and they're in the desk, not in kindergarten anymore, like on the cots, running around, playing with toys, and they're put them in that desk, and their back starts to have that C-shaped curve. The, the you know, hip flexors get tight. Hip flexors getting tight. They're leading with the heel strike run. And it's like, now all of a sudden, we don't know what, how to do this anymore. But at three and four, up until we get to oh. six, seven, just rolling. It's time to run. Let's let's get let's go. Every kid knows how to do that. And it's funny that when you look at us as humans, we're building our business, we're in relationships now, and we're trying to do all these things. It's like so many of us are mass produced. Yeah. Right. And nobody's or very few people are questioning. You know why, man? What? Why? And there, yeah. and those kid, those people are given drugs. You got ADD. <laughs> you're depressed. You're this, and they're, they're lobotomized chemically. Yeah. And the tough thing, where a kid, imagine you have this beautiful artist, you, a beautiful kid who's expressive in questions, and they're given a drug, and every single day that kid takes that drug subconsciously, they're reassuring and reaffirming themselves. There's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I'm a bad person. And they literally, it's it's the biggest tragedy of the world, man. Man, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really, man, I'm, I can't tell you how, how grateful I am for your time. I can't tell you how grateful I am the fact that we, we just vibed the way we did. I yeah. mean, it's, it's rare, I'll be honest with you. I, I try to get with everybody, but it's rare that it hits on this level. And um, I really just hope that it, it, it shook somebody. It, yeah. it shook me a little bit, you know? And, 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 I mean, I feel like I was already doing well, <laughs> you know? But, but it's always good to have a next level, right? There's so many levels to this, we don't even know. And, and hopefully someone listening was able to kind of just kind of say, you know what, I'm gonna start questioning things in my life again, mm -hmm. man. I mean, because I think with those questions, they'll lead you down some pathways that will yeah. get you to kind of know yourself, man. But um, two more questions for you. One, you got to tell everybody how to find you, how to, what you're up to. Um, but let's, let's kind of start with that. What's next right, for right. you, man? Uh, where they find me or what's next for me? Let's start with what's next and then where to find you. All right. So, uh, well, we have the I Am Here Project. That's uh, my course coming out there. So it's a digital, a really fun digital course that's really beautifully cinematic and everything like that. Short videos. But we're going over these concepts. And we have <laughs> nice. uh, four modules, uh, my Hero Rising module, my Hero Rising methodology that we do. So it's all in there. It's uh, really amazing. And then, you know, I'm just speaking all over the country and the world on these different things. Small group intensives for more small entrepreneurs where it's, it's, a, it's smaller 15, 20 group, we really dig deep in all these things for their business, mind, body, business, and future. And, uh, and, the, and just really blowing up and getting that, uh, that exposure out. So that's, that's the fun. That's, a, that's, I'm just staying fun and having fun with it for sure. So you're just shaking people up all over the country right now. Yeah. The book, you know, the, the <laughs> yeah. book, the book will be out soon, but really for yeah. me, cause, um, one of the things we teach 
is uh, choose your vehicle of influence. That's one of the things. So, like, you're great on podcast and audio. You're an amazing interviewer, and I love it. And my vehicle is is uh, video and speaking. So, for that is, you know, nor- naturally when I went to create content, instead of writing the book or speaking the book. I did video because that was my that was my vehicle. So that's why I tell everybody we find that vehicle to be able to get their message out that they feel fun and happiness. And I'll show you a couple of sneak peeks after we're done here. But um, and so it's just uh, that, that's what we're doing. It's really taking off so fast and so quick, and I have a lot of fun. And it really is waking up people. And that's what I do. Like my purpose is I resurrect heroes out of mm-hmm. the complacency of their secret identity. Watch this, so they can live heroic lives once again. See how that makes sense? Because yeah. we li- we were born heroic. So, yeah. they get, and the, but how do we do that? By expressing and experiencing true love now in every area of our lives, and that's expressing appreciation unconditionally right now. In my finances, no matter how it is right now, in my relationship, no how much she's a, you know bugging me or not, in in my in my business and in my health, because someone right now they're listening and like they might be down on their health, but it's like hey, let's walk to them, like do something and appreciate that. That's a win. So if I could express and experience true love now, when we only have the powers now in every area of our life. Then from that place, amazing things could happen. Mm. See, that just starts to build the foundation to build the life you want to have. Man, that's um, man, that's a needed message, man. Yeah. I mean, because uh, a lot of people right now, I mean, it's not that people have always dealt with these issues before, during the eighties and nineties. People were trapped on TV, watching TV yeah. shows. Now, those same a lot of us are trapped on Instagram, trapped on you know, on like Facebook, YouTube, whatever your whatever your social media drip is, and it's like, so we're lost in these time warps, right? Yeah. And we're not present, and, and we're losing that you know, mm-hmm. one-to-one type of connection, interaction. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I think people need to kind of hear more and more of those messages of, okay, get present in the moment, feel it, right? You know, get with people, feel them in this role from there. Uh, and not, nothing but greatness happens. And all the unknowns open up, which, which uh, you guys will find uh, in, in, in the courses. And, you know, I have stuff for them if they, that they'll be able to find if you're listening. So I'll just tell them about that right now. That's please, easier. please. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you go to IamHero.com, so IamHero.com, um, we have uh, – I have made a couple free master classes for everybody. Uh, the one, depending on when this comes out, it's called the, the, Hero, the Hero's Secret Sauce. So if you said, hey, you know, what did you do to win New York State Competition of Piano, win Mr. America, Mr. Universe, uh, build a, a massive clinic, all these things we're doing, there's some key traits, success traits, that I distill down for you guys. So that's, uh, that's right there for you. We have another master class called Time Expansion. A lot of people are sitting here saying, well, I just don't have the time to pursue my goals and dreams. I get it. I know that feeling. So instead of like, again, the old theory was time management. You don't manage time, but I teach you how to expand time. Hmm. Like, you know, that we, we, we live in vertical time. We ex- actually expand it so you can have the time to do those things you need. And another one after that uh, course is called I am value. We're sitting here saying you don't, and you're kind of lacking a little bit of that pride and ego towards what you do. Well, I am value is a course that I made for you guys. They're all 20 video, one month courses where you start to get faith, confidence, and belief in your product, service, and idea. You learn how to communicate that wow. to the customer to have an exchange of higher fees. Ooh. And then one month to win is another one. A lot of people you're listening right now, you feel stuck. But that's all an illusion. You're not. Life is always moving forward and expanding. Mm-hmm. So one month to win is I realize that if my character is based on what I do on a daily basis, our character is not what we do on a one-time basis. It's, it's just a daily basis. So in order for me to have the character of a winner, 
that I need to be winning on a daily basis. So I go through and I show you how you, like you guys are listening to this right now, you won. You did your run, you won, right? So when you realize that, you know what? I'm not stuck. I'm winning every day. We start to shift that. And that blows people out of, you know, out of any type of depression or, or empathy or, or, or yeah, um, apathy and indifference. Sure. And then diet hacks, which is a fun one. People are like, hey, you know, how do you keep... You know, what's, I don't tell you how to, it's just like little easy things to be consistent. So when it comes to your health, which is your greatest asset, we cannot do anything on this planet without our physical body. I have little diet hacks in there to stay consistent. That's the key. People are like, what do you, what diet do you like? I'm like, it's not the diet. Like whatever I could do consistent, I win. Yep. And so they're all my gift to you guys, or, or some of them are, are low fee. If you go to imhere.com, you'll be able to see those. And then if you want to keep this conversation going, mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find me on Facebook and on Instagram. A little bit more Instagram now. Since my 80-year-old mom hopped on there, i got to follow her. <laughs> nice. But the cool thing is one, I want everybody to realize this is my value. I put content out every single day, yeah, different is, content. bananas, yeah. And it's good stuff. It's like yeah. we're talking about today. But my highest value is because I love social interaction. And I believe social media is, is when you comment, I comment back. Like So I answer every one of my comments. I answer all my DMs and uh, because that's a high value of me. So... If you listen to this, you want a direct line to me, comment, DM, we'll keep this conversation going as long as you want. Man, you know what, man? And, and you're, um, you've been awesome, man. Really, Thanks, really man. I mean, like from start to finish, like I reached out to you in DM. That's how we linked up. It was really relaxed, casual. Never spoke prior to that, right? I just kind of watched some of your content. I was like, oh, he's on to something. And uh, man, you, you followed through with everything that you said, which is, which is awesome, man. I really um, appreciate you coming, coming on the show and taking this moment. It's been awesome. I cannot wait to put these links into the actual show notes. Please, guys, go check it out because I think it's going to help you guys just keep moving forward day to day to day. Dr. Chris Zaino, man, this has been such a pleasure. And uh, guys, you guys go out and be great. Till next time. This is the final piece of the episode from Doctor from my interview with Dr. Chris Zeno. I got can't lie, this is my favorite of the three part series. And uh low key, one of my favorite um, interviews thus far. A lot more to come, a lot more in the bank already. Just just trying to invest and trying to stockpile them. So let me know your thoughts on this one. Let's dive right into it.